Howard Chuck finds the puck back on his stick. Leaves it for Lindros, just 20 seconds remaining in the power play. Needham out of Lindros, one-timer, score! Well, that one got in the net in a hurry. Power play goal, the Flyers have tied it in two. What's up, everybody, Philly sports fans, Flyers fans? This one's for you. goes out to you. We had a crazy year last year here in Philadelphia for the Flyers. Not just on the ice, but even right outside the arena. Kate Smith, rest in peace. Who knows where the hell that statue is these days. You had a GM that was fired on December 3rd, replaced promptly by a new GM who then goes and fires the coach two weeks later. Scott Gordon does a decent job patching up all the holes in the dam for the rest of the year. The Flyers wanted him. They wanted Joel Quinneville. Joel Quinneville goes down to the Florida Panthers to be head coach. And so Elaine Vigneault, former skipper of the New York Rangers, and a couple teams in Canada and the Canucks and, and Canadians comes and takes the helm in, in, the Flyers, uh, in the Flyers country. So today we wanted to do a preview of the Flyers. Who better to have on than Sam Carcitti, beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer and Philadelphia Daily News. The guy is uh, pretty comprehensive in his knowledge of the Flyers. So uh, we're very happy to have Sam on the program today. Uh, just to recap who Sam is, Sam's covered sports for the Philadelphia Inquirer for more than 40 years. In addition to working for the Inquirer, he's written for Athlon, Baseball America, and the Scouting Report. He's the author of Miracle in the Making, the Adam Talaferro story, Bill Campbell, the voice of Philadelphia sports, and he's the co-author of If These Walls Could Talk, Philadelphia Flyers with Lou Nolan. He's got a new book out with fellow sports writer uh, Wayne Fish, and it's entitled The Big 50 Philadelphia Flyers, The Men and Moments That Made the Philadelphia Flyers. That's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you acquire your books these days. Um, let's get into the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Carcitti of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Sam Carcitti, beat writer for the Flyers for the Philadelphia Inquirer and Philadelphia Daily News. Welcome to the program. How are you doing today? Real good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, it's our pleasure. Now, I understand you're heading ready, uh, you're getting ready to go on a flight to Prague. What are we expecting for this Flyers opener on Friday against the Blackhawks at O2 Arena in Czechoslovakia? Yeah, it should be, uh, should be a fun, uh, Opening and of course, uh, this is Carter Hart's team now. To my way of thinking, and uh, he will get the start. And uh, uh, I think it's going to be the start of a real good season for him. He he has been exceptional in the preseason, and uh, and the Flyers will have a lot of uh, rookies in the lineup. Uh, it appears so. Uh, it's uh, it's a different look team. Of course, they they made some moves in the offseason, picked up a couple of veteran defensemen in Niskanen and Braun, and uh, Kevin Hayes, I think, was a real good signing. He looked terrific in the preseason, so uh, you know, if, if things will fall right, 
this team has uh, a decent shot to get in the playoffs. I think they're going to be a bubble team. I don't think uh, they'll contend for a Stanley Cup, but mm-hmm. I do believe uh, they're headed for a lot of improvement. And uh, certainly Carter Hart makes this team very, very exciting. Yeah, and let's stick with Carter Hart for a second. Uh, last year, the Flyers set an NHL record with having eight goalies uh, between the creases last year. So it was, among other things, in a lot of different ways, a tumultuous year for the Flyers. But I've seen you call him a future Flyers cornerstone. What is it about Hart that really uh, gets you excited about who he can be for this organization going forward? Yeah, well, obviously he's got a lot of talent. And, uh, you know, he moves so well laterally, side to side. And, and uh you know, in, in that way, he's he's got a little bit of Bob Rosky in him. Uh, some people think he's got a little bit of Carey Price in him, and uh, you know. That, but the, the main one of the main things that make that makes him so good at such an early stage is that he's unflappable out there. He's so poised, so focused, and uh, you know he's been working with a sports psychologist since he was about eleven years old, and his mission since then was to get to the NHL, and and he just has that calming presence. That calms down not only himself but his teammates, and uh, he'll he'll sit in the stands uh, before the game, uh, a couple hours before the game, and he visualizes each shot that he thinks is going to be coming his way, and that helps him. And, and uh, you know, he's just a very focused young man who uh, I think has a great future in front of him. And of course, <laughs> he has a lot of God-given talent. And if you look at what he did in the Western Hockey League, his numbers were actually better than Carey Price and. And, uh, you know, last year he had his feet wet, so I think that's going to help him, too. He played 31 games. He uh, set an uh, NHL record for uh, consecutive wins, eight in a row for a goalie who was uh, under 21. And, uh, you know, he just has this air about him, an air of confidence, and for good reason. So, uh, you know, you put all those reasons together, I think, uh, you know, he's going to have an outstanding season. Now, unfortunately, last year he saw... I thought too many quality shots, and that's why the Flyers went out and got two veterans in Niskanen and Braun. They they want to um, they they want don't want opponents to get the quality shots they got last year, and uh, they want to take some of the pressure off Carter Hart. We'll see how that plays out. Absolutely, and and it's it's interesting to talk about a team that's been in such flux over this past year or so have a cornerstone in that sense. So can you take me back uh, less than a calendar year? Let's go to December, for instance, where the Flyers midseason get rid of a general manager, bring in a new general manager, and he promptly, nearly two weeks later, gets rid of a head coach uh, for an interim. So what can we expect uh you know, what can we expect with a new GM and Fletcher as well as a new coach in Elaine Vigneault um, and, and basically where to go from last year? Because I, I would be honest, it was it was you, you did such a great job on your columns. It was such a wonderful timeline. But the research, man, I was like, there's a lot going on with this team. Uh, so it was it was hard to get my finger on you know where they were heading. So yeah, um, well, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for the kind words. And, and, sure. Uh, yeah, a lot of people say that. Oh. Carter Hart should have been up here sooner. You know, if Ron Hexel was there, he, he would have, uh, was still there. He would have been called up. Well, that, that's just not true. Uh, they had to call him up because they were out of goalies. Alex Lyon got hurt. So if Hexel was still the general manager, he would have brought up Hart too. And, and uh, you know, I, I talked last year to Scott Gordon, who was, of course, the interim coach after Dave Hexel was fired. And, and he said that Ron talked to him a couple weeks before Carter Hart was called up. And, and uh Scott Gordon told Ron Hextall that he is not ready. You know, he got off to a slow start, to be honest, with the Phantoms in the AHL. And, 
and uh, and then he started to get it together. And the timing was right when when Line got hurt. The timing was perfect because he was just starting to get his feet under him and feel like he belonged. And uh, they brought him up, and and uh, you know he he kind of pushed the Flyers back in the playoff contention. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that that's the timeline on that. But it it. Uh, it really was not a reflection of, of Scott Gordon or the new manager on why they, they brought him up. He would have been here anyway if Expo was here. And, and the best thing they could have done was, was keep him down there for the few months like they did and, and let him uh, you know, get some experience on, on the uh, AHL level. Sure. And uh, and then after that, uh, you know, slowly but surely, I think uh, Fletcher is starting to put his his fingerprints on this team. He, he made the moves we talked about with the yep. defense. He signed Hayes. Uh, he bought out McDonald, uh, traded Gudis. So, you know, he, he is uh, making an impact. But this year, you're going to see a lot of young guys that were drafted by Ron Hextall. And uh, to Fletcher's credit, he goes out of his way and compliments Hextall on, his, on the draft picks and says, hey, he left me in a good situation. Uh, as far as Elaine Vigneault, he just has a presence about him, and you can understand why. He has uh, directed three teams, Montreal, uh, Vancouver, uh, and, of course, the New York Rangers. And uh, he's done a tremendous job. He's 12th uh, in NHL history and wins. He's never won a cup. He's gotten to the final a couple times, and he got to the final in his first year with the New York Rangers. His first teams, uh, and this is something to look for, his first teams in Vancouver, Montreal, both went to the second round of the playoffs. Both improved uh, a lot in their first year from the previous season. And his New York Rangers first team went to the Stanley Cup Finals in, in a surprise. So uh, can he work his magic with the Flyers? We'll see. But uh, he just has, like I said, a presence. And, and uh, I think he gives the Flyers that um, that presence behind the bench they really haven't had since Peter Lavalette was here. And, and uh, he's well-respected. And, uh, you know, likes a, likes a quick tempo game, likes a structure, a, a good structure. And uh, uh, I think you're going to see this team improve on defense. And having Carter Hart from the beginning of the year will help him as well. He had some pretty good goalies in the past as well, uh, as you know, and Roberto Luongo with Vancouver, Henrik Lundqvist with the Rangers. So, um, you know, it, it's not an exact situation. As he, when he took over the other teams, but it is there are some similarities, and uh, so keep an eye on that. And uh, uh, you know, I, th- I think the Flyers did, did a uh, a real good job in, in bringing him here. Absolutely. And, and last question, Sam. I was going to ask you what your projected uh, outlook for this Flyers team was. You know, you mentioned you think of them as a as a projected bubble team in the playoffs, and I've seen various pundits say that. Let's talk about individuals real quick. Can you give me? You know, we we know the Carter Hart's, we know the Claude Giroux's. Uh, what about some a uh, couple impact players that that Flyers fans can look out for this year? I know they've they've signed a couple guys to long term extensions. You get a couple people that that were traded for and Niskanen and as well as Hayes. Who can Flyers players look or Flyers fans look out for as potential impact players this year? Yeah, well, they, they need to have impact from uh, Shane Gossespierre and Ivan Provorov. They did not have that last year. They did the previous year, so. Um, you know, and I, I think one of the reasons they brought Niskin in and Braun here was to kind of steady those guys and stabilize things on the back end. And they must get uh, rebound seasons from those two guys, Ghost and Provorov. And I think Provorov not having a contract hanging over his head 
and playing for a contract will help ease him. Uh, I think Travis Sandheim uh, had an up and down year, but uh, he was up in the second half of the year, and they need continued uh, growth from him. They need continued growth from Phil Myers. Uh, everybody knows about you know the stars of this team, Giroux and Couturier and Voracek. Uh, they need them to be their you know usual reliable self. But they need some guys to take another step. Uh, Travis Connecting had a real good season last year, 24 goals. He has to improve his defense. Oscar Lindblom, he can build off a 17-goal season. I think Hayes is going to be an impact player. He had a tremendous preseason. He's actually a better player than I thought he was. I love his 200-foot game. Comes back on defense, and he's going to help the penalty kill. He gives them the best uh Shorthanded scoring threat they've had since Mike Richards was here, and uh, and they need guys to stay healthy. James Van Riemsdyk had a good year when he was healthy last year. If he can stay healthy, he's probably going to score twenty eight to thirty goals. Scott Lawton to me is a uh, a good fourth line center. He'll start the season at the third line. Uh, but they're hopeful Nolan Patrick comes back from his migraine uh, disorder, and if he does come back, uh, and they're optimistic. Luck would probably slide down to the fourth center position, and that would really balance these lines out. And then there's some unknowns, you know, guys like uh, Joel Faraby, who is, is a rookie, is an exciting player, 19 years old. Uh, guys like Connor Butterman, who will start the season with the team. Uh, Carson Torwinski. Uh, you know, these young guys that were drafted uh, by Ron Hextall. If they come through and produce, then they are going to be a playoff team. So, like I said, it's it's a good mix of youth and uh, young and uh, veterans, and uh, it could all come together. So uh, that's the hope, anyway. And uh, obviously, the cornerstone to me is Carter Hart. He has to stay healthy. Yeah. And uh, and another guy who's important is Brian Elliott. They seventeen mm-hmm. back to back games. So he's going to get a lot of action, and my guess is that Hart plays 50 to 55 games, but they need Elliott to stay healthy, hasn't been able to do that the last two years, and you need two goalies in today's NHL, and and, uh, he's going to be an important part of this team as well. All right. All right. Well, Sam, we very much appreciate your, your time. While you're out getting cultured in Europe, we'll be holding it down, watching it on TV. Safe travels. You flying out today? Uh, yes, I am. All right. All right. Well, safe travels to you. Hopefully, uh, we, you know, maybe we can touch base later on in the season. It's a long year, so maybe we can catch up with you later on, man. Yeah, I'd love to. Anytime. All right. And, and uh, time. absolutely. The Thanks, Sam. Take it easy. Well, thank you again, Sam, for your comments, your thoughts concerning the Flyers. He called them a bubble team, Ian. He called them a bubble team, man. This team was on the bubble a little bit at the end of the year last year. They had a roller coaster year, if anything. Um, but some pundits are saying this team could crack the playoffs. What do you think, man? Yeah, it sounds like we got a pretty uh, strong guy in the goal, so that'll be interesting to see you know, how this guy really progresses in his career and if he can really dominate like uh, Sam said he would. Yeah, a couple of takeaways from that interview. Big Carter Hart guy. Right? He's yeah. a real big fan of Carter Hart. I thought it was kind of interesting. Vignone has had uh, tremendous goalkeepers under his watch with Roberto Luongo in Vancouver as well as uh, Henrik Lundqvist in New York. Could Carter Hart be that next person? I think everyone from Gritty 
to, to Fletcher, the GM, to all the fans in the stands are really hoping and praying that guy could be because if you got a good goalkeeper, man, that could be the cornerstone of the organization, like you said. Uh, another thing to take away in doing research and talking to him are all these key acquisitions. They really loaded up on defense. Um, out of the seven draft picks they took this past year, three of them, including their first overall pick, was a defenseman. Matt Niskanen comes over from the Caps. They have a couple other guys like Justin Brown that um, came over from the Sharks, and then they re-signed uh, Ivan Provorov as well as uh, Travis Konechny to six-year deals, respectively. Wow. So they really beefed up the defense, and it seemed like Sam um, made it a point to, I think, focus on those things. Though guys like Claude Giroux, he didn't, even, he didn't really like talk about Giroux that much. Um, it seems like he seems pretty confident with the uh, with the wingers and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, Sam mentioned how we have a good mix of young and old, so I like to hear that. Um, what do you think of this guy we got from the Caps as a, as a Caps fan yourself? I mean, he's a Stanley Cup winner. He'd been in the Caps for a while, Caps organization. The guy's a veteran. The Flyers need people like that. They yeah. really do. Um, and, and also, if you're looking for offensive production, he mentioned him. Kevin Hayes coming over from Winnipeg could be important for the Flyers because a lot of conversation, what Sam has said and others, is that they need a second-line center. And uh, Kevin Hayes could very well step in. Um, and make that. So it'll be really interesting um, for Flyers fans to check out. Uh, notice, Ian, I keep saying for Flyers fans, like, I'm not a Flyers fan. Sorry, everybody. So I'm not going to be <laughs> I'm not going to be pulling for him like that. We're just giving you the info, all right? Just giving you the info. I'm a Caps guy. Sorry, everybody. But we're giving good content, and that's what matters. I think right? although you're a Caps guy, you're interested in the I, Flyers. I am very interested in the Flyers. I, I am very interested in the Flyers. In fact, on, uh, on Friday when they play, I'll be really curious to see because on Tuesday, they got to trim that roster down to 23. They were able to take 25 uh, to Prague to just have some guys that were left over for substitutes. But, uh, I mean, like you mentioned, they have a lot of young guys. There are five rookies that are with them there on that trip. Uh, so they'll open up the season against the Blackhawks in O2 Arena in Prague on Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern time, yeah. That's a great. That's a, oh, I'm gonna have to throw that on. While yeah, I know, right? You gotta put it on, and yeah. then uh, they'll be back here next Wednesday to open up the season against a retooled, revamped fucking New Jersey Devil team. Yeah. That'd be a very interesting matchup, um, and I think the Devils might be maybe favored in, in a game like that. So, oh, wow. uh, the Metropolitan Division has been completely revamped. And the Washington Capitals and Pittsburgh Penguins of the world really need to look out for certain teams like the Philadelphia Flyers, as well as the New, Jer New Jersey Devils going forward. Um, so this is a uh, Flyers-specific preview that we're giving you all. In our next podcast, we'll take some time to speak more about uh, the, the NHL in general. we got to work on our uh, NHL content. Can't have my dad and Joe, my brother, on here giving us all the info. But, uh, but, yeah, we really hope you appreciated that. Uh, please check out Sam's new book uh, that we mentioned. That's available on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, wherever you find your books these days, as well as follow him on Twitter at The Broad Street Bull. It's a good Twitter name. Yeah, it's awesome. The Broad Street Bull. I like it. That's really cool. I like it. Everybody, this episode was brought to you by Vigit. That's V-I-G space I-T. Please download the app, and uh, you can make bets against your friend. You can bet Sugar House. If you're in New Jersey, you can bet um, some other casinos out there. But what's awesome about the app is you can bet your friends one-on-one, -on -one, which is pretty cool. I went four for five this weekend, beat Aggie on that uh, Ravens-Cleveland spread. <laughs> yeah, you did, you did. Gosh, man. But, Aggie, what's really cool about this app, they have NFL 
weekly free pickums where you can win five hundred dollars. That's pretty sweet. Five hundred dollars. That is pretty sweet. And the app's not huge yet, so there's probably like five hundred people participating. Yeah. The numbers aren't bad. <laughs> so get out there, download the app. It's Vigit V I G space it. Um, referral code Bro Love Cast. No spaces. We'd really appreciate it if you put it on there for when you sign up. And other than that, even though I lost my first uh, go around on Vigit, I really I was telling I was telling Joe, the owner, one right co-owners. He, uh, they created a really good app, I thought. Easy to download, very seamless. We got yep. in there. I noticed uh, even you were able to do some trash talk in your request. Yeah, pretty I think, awesome. I think you said, quote, unquote, you're going down. Yep, I did. So, so yeah, very creative there, Ian. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they get to check it out. We appreciate the, uh, the partnership. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thank you for your time. It's not the way you make me feel. I just can't stay if it's not real. It's not the way you make me feel Cause I sure do feel okay I just can't see you for a while But I still wanna know that you smile When you hear a song play That reminds you of better days It's not real It's not the way you make me feel Cause I sure do feel okay I think I'm gonna go somewhere far With a drink outside, not in a bar And when the sun shines on your face It reminds you of better days Trouble in the way you move